What's up? What's up, beautiful people? You already know what time it is. You are listening to the Tommy Talk Show. Hopefully you all are doing amazingly well. And we have an amazing show for you today that you do not want to miss. So do not change that station. Don't put your hand on that dial. You want to hear what we have to share today. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, T.W. Suggs, also known as Tommy Wilson Suggs. But we'll just leave that out of there. I am T.W. Suggs, your host. And uh, listen to what we have to share today. Today's conversation is celebrating and supporting our young black men. Today's conversation is celebrating and supporting our young black men. And if you are watching us right now, you can see that we have a studio full of black men, uh, older black men, younger black men, however we want to categorize ourselves, the old heads, the young heads, whatever. Black man, can y'all make some noise for me in here, please? Yo, young man, come on, make some noise. Hey. (laughs) We were struggling right there for a little bit. It was a little struggle. (laughs) But it's all right. It's all right. We're going to make it through this job. So listen, uh, as you all know, before um, we hop into the conversations, before we do everything we need to do, uh, you know I always uh, start off with, uh, at the beginning of the month, I always start off with uh, June or uh Whatever month it is, I start with the birthday. So this month is going to be June birthdays. And um, I want to go ahead and give some shout outs, right, to uh, our beautiful people out in the community who said that you wanted me to wish your relatives a happy birthday. So first of all, let's start with some celebrity birthdays. So first of all, did you know that Morgan Freeman has a birthday in June? I think his birthday is June 1st. We have Wayne Brady, Anderson Cooper, Angelina Jolie, Mark Wahlberg, Kanye West, Ice Cube, all of these amazing people, all of these amazing celebrities and legends. They have birthdays in June. But right in our own neighborhood, I have Lori Lancaster. That is my buddy. Her birthday is June 25th. Happy birthday, my friend. We have to go back out on that yacht. Uh, I, that was one of my most uh, memorable uh Fondest memories. So, uh, yeah, uh, my homie Drusilla Morgan. What's up, big sis Drew? And my homie Charday Massey. She has a birthday in June. And she also wanted to shout out her sister Dawn, her good sis Brandy, and also her cousin Tiffany. And right in my immediate circle, um, well, actually, a lot of these people are in my immediate circle that I just mentioned. But uh, some people who... Um, I really want to shout out is Robin Shine Maddox. Even Robin, even though you're not saved, you know, it's okay. We still want to celebrate you. <laughs> we still want to celebrate you, sis. We love you. <laughs> She's going to kill me for that. Uh, we have Dr. Beadra Jackson, whose birthday I believe is on June 24th. Happy upcoming birthday. And then we have Yon- Wanda Johnson from the Culture Talk Show. Uh, She's one of the co-hosts. Shout out, Wanda. We love you, sis. All right. So listen, I asked you all a community question and the question was, and you guys flooded the comments and uh, my DMs. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. I may not be able to get to all the responses, but know that I still appreciate it and I will try to lay it in uh, in another show. All right. So the community question was or uh, what I needed you all to do in the community. I said, share some encouragement for a young black man. Share some encouragement for a young black man. And you all showed up. So I have uh, Jeanette Lewis who said, be yourself. But above all, love yourself. You can achieve great things. Let nothing and no one despise your youth. You were created in purpose and for a purpose. I have my buddy Carlene Gregory. What's up, Mrs. Gregory? Uh, stay focused and visit others 
states. I know that that last part, visit other states, seemed like it's small. And some people are like, what? But some of our young men have never left Philadelphia. Some of them have never left Pennsylvania. So it's so important to travel and be open to other cultures. All right. I have uh, Jessica T. Palmer who says, you are loved, you exist for a reason, you are not alone. I have Ishmael Ebo, who said, you were created with the ability to rise above every circumstance life throws at you. The world will try to ensure, uh, the world will try to ensure you to be realistic, but once you realize that imagination will take you to further places than you could ever uh, anticipate uh, and accept, you'll learn to live fully and die empty. Kelly Tia kept it simple. She said, keep your head up. I have Robin Scott Johnson, who said, you are a child of the king. You are loved and worthy of all of God's blessings. Keep believing. Gina Johnson, who said, no matter what it, what, uh, what it looks like in life, all things are possible if your faith is in the right place. And then I'm going to do one more from a Nicoya Johnson, who says, stay focused on your purpose. The one more. And my homie, Tamara Bird Sopka, who says you matter. I'm going to read some more later on because some of these are really dope. All right. Uh, so before we really hop on in again to the whole show, I have uh, I want to start something called a community spotlight. All right. And the community spotlight is anybody who's in the community doing some amazing stuff um, that I want to surface on uh, the talk show. And today I have my nephew. Uh, the one and the only, the one and only, Simeon Johnson. What's up, nephew? What's good? What's good? What's good? How you feeling, man? Feeling great. Feeling great. Good, great. good, good, good. So listen, guys, I brought Simeon on here. Uh, first of all, Simeon is um, an amazing young black man. Um, he has a very unique uh, musical ear, very wise beyond his years. Um, has a big heart, but when I say he's a bananas drummer, musician, like, I mean, this boy is bad. Um, but I brought Simeon on here because Simeon just released an album. Can y'all make some noise for my nephew for releasing this album? Come on, there we go. There we go. That's the noise I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nephew, did you feel that, Thank man? You. Yes. You felt that love, bro? Thank you all. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so tell us about the album. Tell us what the album is called and what it's about. Okay. So the album is called Our Ears. Um, it was uh, pretty much a collection of ideas, melodies, and things that me and my um, brother, Zuri Brown, mm-hmm. he was um, a part of this. And we just were in high school and we were like hungry for it. Yeah. So we just basically just started buckling down all right cool laid this idea down started getting in the logic little stuff like that and yeah. um we made all we made all these songs so all heartfelt um all meant something very intentional um, yeah and uh i've been working it on it for years i'm a perfectionist so that's why it took so long but <laughs> you mean <laughs> it's out that's my baby and i'm so proud of the work that we did and yeah. um, i'm glad that pe- it's out and people can enjoy it um, I enjoy it, so it's just like okay, it's my gift to you. If yeah. You know I me, mean? however you handle it, I hope you enjoy it too. You know wow. I mean? So that's really what it was. Story that's from my awesome. heart, both of our hearts. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, nephew. First of all, it's not easy putting out 
any type of work that, um, especially artistic work, um, because there's like a lot of heart, a lot of mind that's involved in it. Um, there's a lot that goes into it and it can also be very expensive. So anybody who puts out a book, an album, um, a song, whatever it is, I like, that is such a brave and courageous move. So I salute you, nephew. Let me ask you a question. Um, what, is there like a particular song, if you had to pick one, is there a particular song on your album that like really resonates with you? And if so, why? Uh, okay. So I would say, <laughs> so i got three, so i got three songs that we could possibly pick from, but I feel like my favorite is Cloud 8. Mm-hmm. Cloud 8, and that's the fourth track. Okay. Um, for anybody else, no. Um, <laughs> Cloud 8 was really, really, yeah. It was made at an interesting time in my life. Okay. So it was just like just pouring out, just pouring out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I ain't gonna go into it, but yeah, yeah. Got you. I'm very heartfelt with that one. Okay. Okay. Awesome. 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 Thank you for that, nephew. I appreciate that. So anybody who's listening, um, make sure when you get that album, you listen. You know, listen to all of it, but pay special attention to track four, Cloud Eight, um, because you may hear something beyond what you hear. You know, especially for musicians and for writers, there's always a deeper level of artistry that's almost spiritual that happens beneath the sound, that happens beneath the instruments. Um, It's usually how the artist uh, interprets how they feel. It's usually how the artist interprets um, life and reality for them at that moment. And that's kind of what you're hearing right now, my nephew was saying. Um, so nephew, how can people find you? Uh, how can people follow you? And also, where can people get this album? Okay, you can find me uh, pretty much almost everywhere at Simeon, um, S-I-M-E-O-N-T-J-0. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my artist name as well. So okay. if you look that up, all of my music should come up under Apple Music, YouTube, and Spotify, and nice. um, SoundCloud as well. Um and then my Facebook, my Facebook is Simeon T. Johnson. If you want to have me on there for my older folks that don't really <laughs> like IG. And uh, yeah, my handle on uh, Twitter is Sim Zero, but I don't really use it. So Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Where can I get the album from? Where's the album at? The album is on Apple Music, uh-huh. uh, Spotify, YouTube, and uh, look up Simeon TJ Zero. And it should be all right there. Our our ears awesome. should be like a light navy blue uh, picture. Yeah, excellent, 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 nephew. Thank you so much for joining us for our, for this community spotlight, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you for all that you do, uh, for all that you've done and all that you do, man. Keep going. We believe in you, man, and we got your back. Yes, sir. I love you, man. Thank you all. Thank you all for the support and having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Can we make some noise for Simeon one more time? Yeah. Yeah, man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the Tommy Talk Show. What's up, beautiful people? You are still tuned in to the Tommy Talk Show. I'm your host, T.W. Suggs, and we are getting ready to hop into this conversation with celebrating and supporting young black men, our young kings. Um, And it's important for us to do that because, number one, I don't feel that um, young black men are celebrated enough. I don't feel that they're seen enough. And I don't also don't feel that they're heard from enough. So we wanted to create space 
to have conversations with young black men. And then also what we have in the room with us is we have some amazing uh, black male mentors who are on the front line. And um, while I was preparing for the show, one of the things that um, that I said was uh, that I wrote down was that we are it's almost like a war for our young black men. And um, we have some generals with us in the studio today who's able to talk to us about their experiences being mentors and honestly, some of the best ways our communities can get involved as well. All right. So with me uh, for the young black kings that I have with me, I have some dope young men and I'm going to let you start. We're going to go this way and we're going to come all the way this way. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Noah. Um, I'm from Philadelphia and I go to Westchester, uh, Westchester College. Nice. How old are you, Noah? I'm 18. 18. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> My name is Mujahid. Uh, 15. Go to West Kathleen Preparatory High School. Nice. Nice. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm 18. And I go to Westchester University, too. Nice. 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 Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we appreciate you. We honor you. And we celebrate you all. Um, so let me ask you a question real quick. Um, so what kind of stuff are y'all into? What are some of the hobbies? What are things you like to do? Um, I like watching basketball. I'm a Celtics fan, actually. Okay. So I watch basketball. Um, I'm working a lot. Like, I'm, I'm not, for the summer, I'm working, making money and stuff. Nice. I'm not doing that just with my friends, just doing regular stuff. Cool, cool, cool. What about y'all two? Uh, I like to play sports, you know, watch some basketball as well. I'm nice. a Thunder fan, though. Okay. Uh, cool, <laughs> yeah, cool. If not doing that, I'm hanging out with my friends as well. Nice, nice. Um, I also like watching basketball too, but if I'm not watching basketball, I'm either working. Okay. I work at Chipotle. Nice. I do DoorDash on the side. Cool, cool. Wow. All right, that's good. That's good. So what? So what all? Um. So with everything that you all are doing right now, and, um, I know some people may say, okay, it's a little bit premature because you know they're still young men, but I feel that, um, I feel that you already know what you want to do. So like. What goals do y'all have for yourselves? What's something that interests y'all? Uh, well, right now I'm in school for uh, my major is forensics and toxicology. So I plan on being a CSI after I got school with that stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice, nice. What about you two? What interests you? Uh, after I graduate high school, I'm planning on going to trade school for real estate and renovations. Hey, there's that money up in that camp, man. <laughs> Cool. I'm going to be sending my bills to your house, bro. <laughs> Look here. Here come that Verizon right now. <laughs> what about you, man? Um, After I finish college, I plan to become a social influencer. Nice. 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 So talk to me more about that social influencer. What does that look like for you? Um, I just want to do YouTube. Okay. Um, one summer, um, you know who Mark Phillips is? I do not know who Mark Phillips is. I probably should, so I'm going to write that down so I can look him up. Mark Phillips, please forgive me, my friend. I should know who you are, but I don't. Please introduce me. Let me know who is Mark Phillips. Talk to me. Um, he's a he's a YouTuber. Okay. Um, so one day it was like one summer. Um, he just randomly hit on my DMs. Nice. I think I posted something. And he just uh he slid up on my story, or whatever. And, okay. Um, he inspired me to do YouTube. Okay. He was like, bro, I think your stuff is funny. Nice. Um. I just told him I really appreciate it. Yeah. And, and uh, I told him I was going to meet him one day. So Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's dope. It's good to hear that. It's good to hear that. Let me ask y'all some questions, right? So um, with everything, so what is life like 
for you all as as young black men, as men of color? Um, what does life look like through your lens? Scary. Wow. Wow. When so talk to me, unpack that for me. What does like when you? Because when you, every time you go home, like me, I get on the the L, I get on the bus, you know. Yeah. Go home from school. I like every time I get home, I hear another story about how like somebody just got killed or somebody stabbed or somebody just got shot or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. What about you? What's 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 reality like through your eyes? Through your eyes? What are some of the things that you all are seeing? Even with your friends, what are some of the things that you're seeing in your circles? What are some things that you're feeling about what's going on in the world today? Um, I would say it's definitely just a big uncertainty because like you said, you see something on the news every day about somebody getting hurt or somebody's involved in something yeah. and they're getting hurt. So it's just, you never know that could be you. So you feel like you're walking on eggshells. Wow. Don't know what's going to happen next. Okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like you just got to stay ready because something, un- like, something unexpected is always bound to happen every day. Okay. That's just how I feel. You just always got to be cautious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... What, so a lot, so what I'm hearing a lot is, is safety. And it's funny because that's one of the questions that I'm, that I was actually going to ask you all, but because we're already here, um, do you, with what you're hearing, do you feel safe in your communities? Um, I'm going to say, I don't think it's, it's possible to feel safe in a community where you see somebody in the community getting hurt or injured or something every day. So, yeah, that's my answer to that. Okay. Thank you. Um, I feel as if you get old, when you get older, you feel less safe in your community because, okay. you know, everybody grows apart and all that, and you don't really have nobody's help, like cops killing kids and all that. Too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. It's funny because one of the, um, and this is maybe something that uh, we can talk about a little later as a group, as a whole group, because one of the things that, um, again, going to that safety piece is that, and this is something that I don't think that a lot of people in the community know, is that even though we're men and even though they're young men, we still need to feel safe. And safety is very important for our health, for our viability, for our growth, for our development. And a lot of people, when I said, I asked the question on um, Instagram and on Facebook, and I said, what's one of the biggest concerns or one of the biggest issues that you have with um, with raising a young black man, a young black man? And a lot of people were saying that I don't want them to get hurt by the police. Um, I want them to know how to respond if they ever get, you know, pulled over by the police. Um I want them to know how to manage uh, themselves um, so that uh, their emotion isn't misunderstood as as uh, as triggering or something that needs to be um, or or um, met up against with needless violence. Um, so that's something that we're really seeing in our communities. So when it comes to so when it comes so that's one piece. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more today. Um, as it pertains to what you're seeing with some of your friends, right? And some of the things you're seeing going on in school. What are some of the things you're seeing going on in school? What are some of the things you're seeing, not just in your neighborhood, but what's some of the things you're seeing going on in school? What are some of the struggles that you're seeing? I think that's a better way to ask it. What are some of the struggles you're seeing with other young black men? Um, I feel like people just expect, like, for, uh, from my point of view, like I'm in college, so I feel like people expect 
a challenge. Like they expect you to be a challenge for black men, but I feel like I'm just as capable as anybody else. So it's, I'm, why are my expectations different from everybody else? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I see like in school, I see not a lot of kids showing up, like just not caring, not, yeah. not having to care for it because they don't really have the support system that others have. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I also want to say the same thing, but like um, guidance. Okay. Know? I feel like this generation needs a lot of guidance. Wow. So there's a gap in guidance you feel? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. All right, man, I need to talk in the mic, man. We, we got to oh. hear the awesomeness that you're sharing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all dropping some nuggets in this place. I should press that button, right, Pelzer? <laughs> um, so let me ask you a question. If What's some of the things that, as young black men, what do you need from your community? What do you what do you need from us? So you have four black, five black men in here, including Pelzer. If you could tell us something that you need to help you in your journey to becoming the the black man, the man of color that you that you want to become. So you know you were, you talked about you all talked about some of your goals and some of the things you want to accomplish. What do you need from us? How can we help you in your journey? Um, support. Right. That's all you can really say. What does support look like for you? Like, uh, always helping. Like, if somebody has an event, go show your face. Okay. Uh, somebody makes a book, buy the book, read it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I think this really is a good support system. And even, like, support like that, or even if you need someone to talk to, like, you might be going through something, someone you can rely on, you know, that you're not alone in whatever you're doing. Got you. Got you. Got you. Say that again, because your head was going back My and forth fault. with the mic. It's like someone again. to... Uh, Someone you have in your corner, you know you're not going through anything alone. Someone you could turn to, someone that may not have the answers, but they're willing to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. You that was interesting because I feel that sometimes a lot of adults feel like they have to have the answers. Yeah. Right? It's it's okay to not know. Yeah. And it's okay just to listen. Wow. What about you? I'm just having a good ear and going to events. Yeah. I'm just like reaching out more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So more reach out, more outreach. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Um, so that's for us as, let me make sure I'm watching my time. Okay. So that's for us, um, as black men, but what support do you need from your community as well? Like from your school, what support do you need from schools? What support do you need from the people on your block? What does that support look like? I feel like in terms of school, just not really like a support system like that, but also what he said, just guidance, because he said a lot of people aren't going to school. And I feel like it's probably because they just feel like no one's there to really like they don't have the guidance there. They feel like them being there isn't really going to make a difference in their lives or anyone else's life. So I just feel like schools need to do more to show that each student is valuable in some some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, with school support, I feel like school should school should show you like that outside of school that they still care about you when you're not just wow. in the building, like that you're not just some number on a board or something. Wow. Like okay. Teachers and principals too. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me more about that. What do you mean, teachers and principals too? I feel like as a student, um, like some teachers really don't care like mm-hmm. what you what you do outside of school, mm-hmm. and I feel like if they just like give the student an opportunity like to speak to them yeah it could really change 
their whole perspective or like what they think about them and like the whole school system. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. 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 Thank you, gentlemen, very much. Don't go nowhere. We're going to uh, go ahead and um, pull in um, our, um, our mentor, our mentors in to hear some stuff from their perspective as well. And we're going to and you audience members don't go anywhere We're we're going to have a deep conversation. And we want to get to the bottom of this. And we also want to leave with some tips and ideas for you all to take with you so you can go ahead and know what you can do for our young black men that may be standing on the corner. That may if you're a teacher, you're going to leave with some ideas, some thoughts. Right now, you heard the hearts of some young black man support is needed all right so listen when we come back uh right after this break we are going to pull in our mentors for a deeper conversation don't go anywhere this is your boy tw Suggs on the time we talk show we'll talk soon What's up, beautiful people? We are here at the Tommy Talk Show. I'm your host, T.W. Suggs, and we are continuing our conversation, our conversation, sorry, tongue-tied, our conversation with uh, supporting and uh, celebrating young black men. And we just heard from some amazing young black kings. It was amazing. And right now with me at the table, I have some amazing gentlemen who are in the trenches. Uh, we have Mr. Vernon Ray. Yes, sir. We have Leroy Miles, and we also have Mr. Ronnie Sizer. My man. Gentlemen, I want you to introduce yourself and talk to us about what you're doing in the community, especially as it pertains to um, our young black men. Cool. So I'm Vernon Ray yes, sir. Um, of Creative Mind Productions, which is a production company. We specialize in uh, photography, videography, any type of content creating uh, necessary to um, push businesses pretty yes, much. Um, I have a campaign, which people, a lot of people like to call it a program. Yeah. Called Shoot Cameras, Not Guns. Yes, sir. CMP. And um, basically what we do with that campaign is we provide free workshops, mentorship, and um, entry level. We teach entry level photography and video. Nice. You know? So one of the things that I love about that program is is, is almost just like how, how we doing here. Like yeah. we get an opportunity to create that safe space yes, and get a chance to know who we're dealing with. That way we can help guide them in the proper ways, you know, as they as they grow. Yeah. As youth. So that's really that for me. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? My name is Leroy Miles. I'm a uh, running leader for Black Men's Run. Also a mentor and running leader for Students Run Philly Style, which is a program that is based out of Philadelphia that started using mentorship through distance running. So we hold the kids accountable for goal settings and accountability. Yeah. I'm also an IT professional. So do a lot of stuff in the community. Um, working towards our uh, third year as a hood-to-hood run stage with Black Men Run. Nice. Where we go through all the neighborhoods where we have a model where we run we run where most don't. Wow. And we bring the youth Philly gun violence awareness to all the neighborhoods that are, have been affected by gun violence. Yes, sir. Um, amongst that, um, I work sometimes uh, as a public speaker, with different high schools within the community. Yeah. Um, talk to the students, try to meet them halfway and let them know that they do have someone here listening, supporting and trying to set up a blueprint so we can get through, you know, the stereotypes in society. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. What's going on, everybody? My name is Ronnie Sizer. I am the career technical education teacher at Benjamin Franklin High School for the school district. I'm also a career and technical education teacher for Community College of Philadelphia. And we run our own program in the summer for adults and reentry for people coming home from jail, yes, people sir. trying to change their career. Uh, I'm the varsity basketball coach at Ben Franklin. I'm a man of many hats, but it's yeah. all for the youth and the people of Philly. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. For and me. not Thanks. only thank you for being here, thank you for the sacrifices that you are making in our communities. There are, I realize that a lot of people complain about what's going on in our communities, but there are not enough people who are grabbing bricks, who are grabbing shovels, who are grabbing the mortar to help us build, to help build and help fix what's going on, right? Thank you, sir. Who are able to help build and help us fix what's going on. Um, let me ask you a question. Then I'm across the street to uh, shift the shift the gears a bit. <clears throat> what made you all say, out of everything that you could be inter interested in, what made you all say, "Hey, I need to help out these young black men"? What 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 pushed you, or what what inspired you to go in that direction? I guess I can start that off. Um, I was tired. I was tired of losing family members and friends. Yeah, you know one of the one of the things that pushed me to start in the campaign, shoot cameras, not guns. I had just lost two of my younger cousins to gun wow. violence. I'm sorry. And um, they were they were actually learning how to be photographers, actually following me around to events, just being mentored by me, just having somebody in their corner to listen. That was a good point that y'all made. Yeah. Because all he was looking for was somebody to listen wow. and somebody to guide him. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just took that task on, even though I knew he was a hard head guy, yeah. I just knew if I spent enough time with him, he'll come around. Yeah. And unfortunately, man, all that was taken away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just just murdered senselessly, you know, over over a situation that ain't even had nothing to do with him. Wow. And they shot him point blank three times in his chest and murdered. Took him away from all four of his kids. Yeah. And I just I just was I was I was at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? But before him, it was another younger cousin. He was only 20 years old. And um, this was just out of out of just a a, a small argument on the block. Yeah. I'm talking about they hit him in his head maybe two times and and stood over his body type of thing. You know what I mean? And it was broad daylight. People, the, some of the other guys on the block were like, yeah, I'm glad he did. And uh, they should have did. It was crazy. It was video out about it and everything. But yeah. to witness those things, I remember walking to the casket with my son. I'm going to be quick. Um, that part right there changed my entire view on it all. I yeah. said, yo, something got to be done. I cannot let this be my son. My yeah. son was 16 at the time. He about to be 18. And um, ever since then, man, it was just, I always thought and felt the need to change the the the, the way the mindset was and, and creating opportunity, stuff like that. But yes, sir. it was coming too close to home. Yes, sir. Something had to be done. And I just wanted to make sure that people around me, you know, saw that by me leading by example. That yes, makes sir. sense? It does. It cool. does. Thank you for sharing that. I can actually piggyback off that. Um, same thing, you know, losing people, losing family, marrying family members that didn't even get a chance to live their life. Yeah. Um, and as you know, nephews came along, it changed a lot. Yes, sir. I stayed in these boys' life from the day one, Jefferson Hospital to right now. Yeah. And the structure that I put to them, they see their uncle doing something that's motivating, that's in inspiring, that's something they can say, listen, my uncle's doing something out here in the community to other people who are not related to him. Yeah. You know, to help them out. Yeah. Because those things that we can say that we had some mentors back then, but they faded because mm. wow. no one had their support. Yeah. Now you see it in this in the, like the form now where you say, OK, a person like myself, this man here, this young man, you know, we all do the same type of work. Yeah. And we talk and can network and communicate. Yes, and now they see something that's more powerful than they saw ever before. Yeah. So the job was me losing a cousin. Um, His birthday is coming up. Um, Antonio Walker Jr. Wow. He was in the pen relays, first year in, first place, four by four, and lost his life senselessly in Southwest Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Um, so 
that's what sparked not only me to push even more to know that I have my nephews, I have a niece, I have godchildren. Yeah. You know, I want to let them know that the legacy I'm going to leave here is going to be something motivating, something they can actually keep piggybacking off of mm-hmm. and work with. And I have connections now. Yes, sir. Because people see me do the work. Yeah. You know, the action over words is all Facts. what I do now. Yes, sir. I'm not going to be the one to talk about it. I'm going to be about it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to set this blueprint and yeah. we're going to work through it together. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Man, that's crazy. You guys got some amazing mm-hmm. stories. Mine isn't so amazing as theirs. <laughs> I want to put that out there. Uh, I'm just a regular machinist, you know, making parts for the Navy and medical field. Yes, sir. And I uh, went to the school district for my daughter's high school fair, and I snapped on them for not teaching the kids the trades wow. that we were making money on. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, next thing yes, I know, I had an offer letter in my email Woo! a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and things just blew up from there, man. Everybody wow, nice. seen the good work I was doing with the youth, and yeah. everybody just started calling me. Wow, that's nice. Wow. That's nice, man. That's yeah. a heck of a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I'm like, hey, that's still a story, yeah, man. That's a good story. Hey. Some courage, man. Yeah. Right. Courage. My man. man. Thank that's you all awesome. for sharing that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't feel that enough black men get together to have those type of conversations. Yeah. You yes, know what I mean? Um, and I think that there's a misconception about us black men. Um, and we're gonna talk about that later on in um, another June episode. Um, that, you know, we are strong. You know, Indeed. we are we are leaders, you know, we are lions, but at the same time, we're still human. We still yes. have a spirit. We still have a soul. You know what I mean? So thank you so much for sharing what you shared. Um, so you you three were in the room while uh, our three young kings right here uh, were sharing what they were sharing. Um, what's some of the things that surface for you? Like, you know, wow, you know, I, I didn't think about it from that angle or, you know what? He said something that I'm seeing even to this day. What are some of the things that surfaced for you while these young men were speaking? Man, I could start that. Uh, we were just talking when, uh, you were on commercial break and me being at Ben Franklin high school, the kids are not showing up to school. Wow. And he said that. And, and it's like, look, I got more jobs than students. Wow. $1,000 a week when they graduate high school. Woo. But what do you do when the kids don't show up? Yeah. What do you do when you talk to the parents and you say, yo, I got them a summer job, 800 a week, and they say, no. Mm-hmm. What do you do, right? So we're mm-hmm. having, like they said, no support from home. Yeah. No attendance in school. Yeah. And it's really a barrier. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. That's, that's heavy. Yeah. Definitely heavy. Um, yeah. yeah. And I definitely agree with that because um, going inside out of school is doing public speaking. Um. When I go there, they talk about me. Okay. Right? They know, okay, this is what success looks like. Yeah. But you don't know what goes on behind the scenes, how I got to this success. Wow. And they don't have teachers and mentors and yeah. anyone else in the school saying, listen, behind the scenes, this is what I had to do. Yeah. Sleepless nights. Yeah. You know, working two, three jobs. Yeah. Trying to maintain a home. Yeah. Paying my bills. I got to make sure my tuition is paid. Yeah. Just to make sure I'm able to stand here and tell you that it is a way. Wow. Without that support, there's nothing. And they touched on a lot of things. Most of the time, I talk to a few kids. The whole time I'm talking to those kids in an auditorium-based setting now, mm-hmm. out of about 40 of those kids, half of that auditorium was not even paying me any mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And that comes from the fact of home. Yeah. But the other the other part of that, that those kids, yeah. they clapped for me. Because yeah. you know what? Wait a minute. We found somebody finally. Hmm. And if I can continue to do that and start bringing more people on. Yeah. That's what's going to make this happen. It's going to make it work more because they got to see that. Yeah. The jobs, the trades. 
Like, I have a conversation with a kid all the time, and most of the time it's like, yo, college ain't for me. I never said you had to go to college. I said, what do you have planned? What does high school look after 12th grade for yeah. you? Yeah. What does life look like after high school for you? Yeah. Whether it's college or trade. Before I started college, my father was teaching me trades. Yeah. Yes, I'm an IT professional. But listen, I can put up a wall. I can put up a yes, roof. Sir. I can lay a floor down. I change my own bricks. Yes, sir. It is. Yes, sir. So I still get my hands through. I can show you how to do that and make some money. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have the resources, I know who I can tap into. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Savvy. Yeah. Some of the things that stood out to me was about um, the support system. Yes, sir. Listening. Um, teachers doing more. Teachers, principals, and, and just personnel at the schools, period. Yeah. Doing more outside of the school. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Helping these kids understand that they are special. Like, that is so huge. Yes. Mm, you know what yes. I mean? Like, we we try to think about this this solution of of how can we get their ear or how can what, what's the best way for us to communicate with them, to talk to them. Mm. We just got to shut up sometimes. Wow. And just listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then formulate what that plan looks like to communicate with them yes. in a way that's going to be effective. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Sometimes we talk just to be heard and not talk to to have effectiveness and 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 what we're trying to get across. Yes, sir. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. the idea of it is is not for them to just like a robot, you know, move off of a command, but be able to make sound and just decisions for themselves. Yes, sir. Does that make sense, y'all? Mm-hmm. y'all, y'all listen yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all sleep. sleep. Like, yeah, like, Uncle Vern. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Right. That's pretty much what it's like with my nieces and nephews. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They be like, oh, you always preaching, but y'all gonna, y'all gonna thank me for this when I'm gone. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh-huh. Because I'd rather say it then, then not say it, and then you think about it later, and, and it click when you need it. You understand? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yo, I don't hold back. I still, I still preach. I know right that's on right. To them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here it is. Y'all gonna Same. walk with this and put this in your pocket. Save it for later. Yeah, like that little piece of candy when you're little. Say yeah, it for say later. Say it for later. Yeah. <laughs> right at the right Sorry. time. Too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Um. Oh man. So I asked. Um. We may we may have to do we may have to do an aftermath. Pels, is it cool if we do an aftermath? Okay. Um, so um, and for anybody who's listening, to aftermath is where uh, we take uh, if the conversation is getting like really good, uh, we may not put everything on air, but we'll put it on our YouTube and Podbean platform mm-hmm. so that people can hear the rest of it. Because I really do still want to pull these young men and to hear their thoughts and their ideas in reference to what solutions and if they were architects of a solution, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to share some stuff with you all in reference to. Um what the community was saying. So I asked the question, um, what are some challenges you face with raising a young black man? All right. I have um, a good friend of mine, uh, Ife Turner. She said, keeping him alive while the world is trying to unalive him, Mm, teaching him how to manage, control, express his emotions Mm -hmm. without appearing as a threat. I have, um, Donna Steele, uh, who's, a, who's a very dear friend, um, who says, keeping him physically safe and buffering the mental and emotional trauma inherited because of his skin color. I have Andre Wright. Um, Andre, we got to get you on the show, buddy, uh, saying uh, having to having to have uh, having to have the conversation about how to interact with the police. 
Um, mm-hmm. I have Naomi Kia Handsome who says, keeping his head up long enough to not make self-destructive choices. Um, and I have, uh, uh, wait, and I have uh, Trev Reese Williams who says, um, I have a 10 and 12 year old modeling what it looks like to be a man is an everyday mission. Um, I have Charles King who says, um, I think it's hard growing up uh, in this day and age with so many influences from social media, video games, et cetera. Um, I think our black boys and our black men are being targeted, especially in social media and marketing. Um, And then I also, uh, there's somebody else, uh, I can't remember his name, but um, he mentioned um, that uh, the breaking generational cycles, like he, uh, men in his family um, were kind of spoke sharply and harshly to him. And he found he started doing the same thing to his nephews. And he had to step back and say, OK, what's going on? How do I address this? Let me apologize. and Let me change direction. Mm. I just want to share some of the stuff that the community was saying in reference to some of the challenges that they're facing with uh, addressing and working with some of the young uh, black men. Out of everything that I just shared, what's some of the things that, you know, that's standing out to you? What are some of the common threads that you are hearing? Um, how are you feeling about some of the stuff that you that, that our community is saying about raising young black men? I, I can reach on that. Um, one that stood out to me the most is having that conversation with the police. Yeah. Um, as you know, like over the years, things have really took a turn. Yes, sir. You know, itchy trigger finger. Yeah. To trying to realize that did I do something wrong when I'm trying to do something right at the same time? Yeah. Those conversations are hard because you don't know where their mindset is. Yes, sir. That can, you know, that can trigger any individual. Yeah. You know, whether you're the citizen or the cop. Yeah. But having that conversation is this one thing to me is like, do you say something or say nothing? Yeah. Which one is gonna get me the the bad part of this? Yeah. Cause if I don't say anything, then it may give a rise out of the cop. Yeah. But if I say something, Watch your mouth. You know you're talking to. Right. So now, which way do you go? Yeah. And that's a hard thing to, to swallow that, when especially for a young man. Yes, sir. You know to pull up to you know the cars. Like for me personally, from experience, yes, I have gotten pulled over in my entire life. Yeah. With officers. Yeah. But I don't see much. Okay. You know, license registration. You know they would get mad at me because my stuff was legit. Yeah. Right. I don't say anything, but they try to find something. Yeah. Okay. But I don't say anything. I just okay. You ask for this. This is getting. Yeah. You know. Having a conversation where I had recently, not recently, but when I was at my uh, old company, I had a company vehicle. Yeah. I was coming out of Phoenixville, actually got pulled over. Hmm. So sitting in the shoulder too long to try to merge over. Okay. They pulled me over. Wow. This officer came to the car, talked to me. He asked for license. I said, you know, this, you know, I just want to keep in mind, sir, this is a company vehicle. Yeah. I know the registration was want to match my license. It's gotcha. Kind of yeah. But his partner pulled up alongside and had his hand on his gun already, but I seen at the rearview mirror. Yeah. Thank God I had someone on a call with me. Mm-hmm. It was on speaker, mm-hmm. but I was also recording all the situations that was going on just yes, in sir. case something happened. Yes, sir. When I asked him, you need my work ID? He says to me, I didn't ask you for that. Yeah. Okay. Five seconds later, where do you work at? Yeah. <laughs> Here you yeah. go. Now I stopped talking because yeah. now you wanted wanted me to say something smart. Yeah. So it's like you have to have a technique to think about what's going to go on. Yes, sir. So that's what really what stood out to me, that you have to make a rash decision, but also now as ways to save yourself. Because yeah. when he told me, keep in mind, um, 
um, you're being recorded from the, yeah. the, I say well you also are being recorded this is a company vehicle and if anything does happen between now and the next five minutes they know what happened yes sir and if you try to pull it off of here wisdom it's already recorded in the cloud yeah yeah thank you what yeah. about you both um, for me building uh, the young men up while the world's trying to break them down yeah that's like really what I see every day okay uh, they're coming in my class you know and you're building up their confidence you're, you're telling them how bright their future's gonna be yeah but then they leave and they go home to the wow. block yep yeah. and the block yep. doesn't really show that promise yeah sometimes the almost kids almost like undoing what you yeah, just said yeah sometimes wow. the kids home life is the negative effect yes, you know what I'm yes, saying sir. with yeah. the parents not being home not being visible or sibling whatever the situation may be and uh, then they come back to school the next day. You got to yeah. build them back up. Yeah. You are a star. You are a king. You're going to make it. I promise you. I got you. Wow. And you send them home. So that, that constant fight yes, sir. all year round. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's a very interesting dynamic. Thank you. Yep. What about you, Vern? I guess I'm, I'm going to be quick with what I'm going to say. Um, I'm a, I, I typically, and we're talking about just like a solution-based situation, right? How we, you know, find a solution to help, help them think different, do different things. Correct? Okay. Um, I'm coming from it from an artist standpoint, right? Um, I try to find find a way. First, I connect with them with what they're familiar with, yeah. right? Then, you know, I, I show them other things outside that mental box that they yeah. can potentially be doing, yeah, right? And the rumble, the, the way that they can rumble that go home is when they are with us, you know, just molding their mind to, to think outside that box because mm-hmm. mentally, that's how you get taken out of the physical, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was stuck in a box living in North Philly for so long. Yes, sir. You know, mentally. Yeah. I didn't know anything outside of it because I was afraid to see mm-hmm. what was outside mm-hmm. of it. Mentally, I didn't, yes, my mental didn't allow my physical to take that step over those lines. Yeah. So when, when we in these workshops and we talking and we, I'm getting to know them and I'm, I'm talking to them about the stuff that I did and all those things. And and and, and then I'm showing them what saved me mm-hmm. and, and what inspired me, who inspired me. Yeah. And then I'm giving them that hands-on experience of, hey, no, no turn it this way. Yeah. And do this. Now look, watch this. See what yeah. you can get with that. Yeah. Now I'm giving them that 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 crack in the door is opening a little bit more outside yes, of that box. Now yes, they sir. now they they are curious. Yes, sir. It's like, okay, well, what's on the other side of this? Yeah. They step out that 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 box and they see it's, it's a it's a plethora of things, a whole new world outside of that box. Yes, sir. So when you go home, instead of indulging with the people that are doing the same things that depress you and bring you down, now yeah. you looking for other people that that pour into you and make you thrive and drive. You like, yes, yo, sir. you know what? The person that's always sitting on the step, I see him might be playing a guitar, yeah. he might be making you know music or whatever. Let me go see what they talking about. Yeah. Because before you ain't never see them because yeah. you was living in the mental box. Yes, you know? sir. All you saw was the depression around yeah. you, right? Mm-hmm. Now you you're curious. You, yes, sir. You okay with stepping out the box? You become a little more and more comfortable. And I always say. The little steps to still get you there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So small steps still get you there. And yes, it's sir. okay to take your time. It's okay to be curious. It's okay to 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 want to do something different. Yeah. That's the part we gotta really push in their mind. Yep. They so used to doing what they see instead of doing what what could potentially allow them to do something different. Yes, sir. I got, I, that's the simplest way that I can break it down for y'all. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? 
So listen, so and when we uh, first started the conversation, um, we started to talk off with our young black men, um, getting their perspective and hearing some of the things that they had to share and some of the things that they were seeing from their perspective through their eyes, because that's a lens that many of us do not have. And it's a lens that many of us do not always invite to the table. Then after that amazing conversation, we had a conversation with our OGs, the men who are on the front line, who are supporting these young black men moving forward and digging in the trenches. If we were if we were the architects of a solution right now to help young black men in Philadelphia and we were given a year, what does that solution look like and what will be needed for it? Um, for me, I'm working, trying to work on that solution now, yes, working sir. with the Office of Governors, Josh Shapiro, mm-hmm. uh, the Pennsylvania Department of Education, and hopefully our mayor-elect, Sherelle Parker. Nice. Yes. So nice. we are trying to create a CTC center for Philadelphia. Sweet. So it's like our young men here who don't have a CTE uh, school will have a center. We're trying to use Germantown High School, mm, where we'll nice. bus, bus kids in yeah. during the day. Yeah. They'll yeah. go back in the afternoon to take their afternoon classes. Then we'll bus the kids who took their uh, morning classes in nice. in the afternoon. Yeah. They'll go back after... Uh, evenings will be all adults. Nice. Right? So we're trying to use the trades to Mm -hmm. change. And I I truly believe that if you give these young brothers an opportunity, they're going to shine. No matter what that opportunity is, they're going to shine. So we just want to flood them with opportunities. Yes, sir. And if we could do that, man, we can make a difference. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. I'm going to pull on one of the young people now. One, one of our young kings. Come on. If we were creating a solution, and y'all were at the table, what does the solution look like? Um, I say like a community center or something like that. Like okay. more of those. Yeah. So like like where kids could go, like how they said when after they build them up in school when they go home and um they get tore back down, they don't gotta go straight home. They can just go sir. to the after uh care and just chill there. Yes, sir. Out. Yes, sir. So like almost like a spot like just for respite so that whatever they're learning in school from any type any uh Supportive adult, you know, mm-hmm. that that can that that motivation that it continues before they hit the house. Yeah. All right. What about what about? Come on. What's what's um, up? What's the so solution for me? Uh, my brother and I, we did ever heard of police athletic league, pal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think more stuff like that, especially like even more money going towards rec centers and parks, because yes. a lot of the violence is taking place like right in the parks and the rec centers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just something that needs to be done that they feel safe within the community. Don't have to go anywhere out like out of way just so that they could feel safe. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I was going to say, just have clubs. Okay. Um, If you don't feel like go- going outside the house, like we could like throw stuff on Zoom, Discord, yeah. and just like talk about like what's going on right now. Like, yeah. Like, how are you feeling? Like, what wow. do you think like you could do? Yeah. Like find a solution. Yeah. Just, like, work together. Nice. There's something interesting that you said that I think, kind of ties into what you were mentioning and also ties into what you both do in the community as well. Because what he mentioned was for people who don't want to go outside, for young people who don't want to go outside, leveraging technology, mm-hmm. right? But then the, the other part that he mentioned was being able to say and express how you're feeling. Yeah, I was going. To have that mm-hmm. safe space to say, listen, I'm struggling or listen, I just need somebody to listen. You don't have to have the answers. Yes. I just need somebody to listen right now. You know, so so what are you all still thinking about the architect with the uh if we were creating a solution, especially based on some of the stuff that they said and mm-hmm. some of the things that you all are doing, mm-hmm. like what uh Mr. Sizer was saying, uh with uh, the work he's doing with Sherelle Parker and the other offices, what what does after you hear heard them, heard them, what are some of the other solutions that we could 
do or so, implement? I'm going to say this. Um, after hearing everybody speak, you know, it should be a streamline of all of those things. And whoever's listening, you know, and you have the power to make these things happen, pay attention. Yes, sir. Because this is it. Like these these things that are being mentioned are all things that can be put in, into place, into yes, additional yeah. systems mm -hmm. that we can start implementing from from the smaller side of it to the larger side of yeah. it. You know, the people that, that have the power to do these things really understand that that. Whatever you can do is 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 especially if it's towards the solution, man, is 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 appreciated. Um, one of the things that I I, I would suggest is um definitely more listening. Okay. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? More listening and um being able to again provide those spaces, man, for that for that type of support. Because yeah. outside of anything that we do with our hands, anything that we do to learn, whatever, if we ain't right up top, yeah, then we not right. right. Yes, sir. And we have to start also incorporating the parents in these type of um, exercises. Wow. Yes, sir. Because without without them at home who got the closest relationship with them and see them the most, yeah. you know what I mean? If we don't start encouraging and empowering them as well, yeah. how are we even expecting to get anywhere with their children? Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. You said something that was... Um, that was dope. You see, even above, even beyond, you know, teaching them the stuff that's really like, you know, textile or really hands on. Sometimes it's just the listening. Yes. So anybody who's in a community right now who's listening to this podcast or this YouTube or anything else like that, you don't have to have like a crazy skill set. Mm -hmm. Just be available. Be have integrity. Mm -hmm. and just listen yeah just listen just be that safe space <clears throat> mm -hmm. and just listen what about you leroy i almost called I you mean, lance <laughs> <laughs> that's leroy's oh, real Lord, name in case Lord, anybody want to know so you know me and this man always go back and forth at the old job you know, never stop never stop <laughs> but yeah um i can say man this is piggyback off for everybody you know again i go to these rec centers that are yeah. shut down and um, wow. I talked to um, the state rep, the state rep in, in North Philly, which is Donna Bullock. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm close with her, so I do a lot of things, pedal for peace, and certain things of that nature. Yeah, to try to get the community involved. Yeah, you know, because you have to see people. You know, you can talk about that, but you have to see the vision now. Yeah, I'm going to actually show you the vision because we got to be out there putting the boots out there to the streets. Yeah, the other part about it is that I always speak heavy about getting these rec centers back up and running. Yes, sir. There's nothing for kids to do yeah. outside of school. Wow. Why we got rec centers and buildings just sitting there rotting. Yeah. And then the kids used to be in. I walked into a rec center and saw all the trophies and the stuff they did in the community. Thing they had projects for kids to do. And that was all gone because of lack of funding. Wow. We talk about money, money, money. Yeah. But when we do get this money, where's the money actually going? Hey. So that's the question. You just made somebody mad right there, so Leroy. My thing is, yeah, and I can <laughs> I can speak on it. Yeah. I've, been in many town, I've been in many town hall meetings yeah. to hit, listen to the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. And the same people that complain about it are the same people that are not doing anything. But they, they all applaud me yeah. for taking my action. And putting out there in the streets. Yeah. So I want to have a safe haven for all the young people. Yeah. I want to have them here that can talk to somebody that went through some like past life experiences. Yeah. Because my whole motto is in order to beat the stereotype, we got to stop becoming that stereotype. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So how can we do that when we don't have the support from parents at home? Yeah. The support from peers and folks in the community. Yeah. And even from our state reps and anyone else. Yeah. 
We can't yeah. we can't follow through if we don't have any support from them because we gotta talk to them to get the money to actually do what we need to be doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. 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 Thank you all for that. Thank Where ah. I just want to say one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go ahead, quick, man. Go ahead, Mr. Sizer. Yes. Brothers like us, we got to share each other's work. And you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, and that's, yes, that's yes. what's not happening, that's what's right? Too. Wow. So when he says, oh, that. there's no place for these kids to go after school, when they leave Sizer, we got places for them to yeah. go. Yes. We got yes. more for them to be with. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to promote more of their stuff to yeah. my kids. Uh, Urban Youth Racing School is doing black kids, trying to get black kids in a NASCAR. Mm. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. you know, oh, yeah. your kid is, nice. you tell them Sizer, and they, he's good. That's my people's, right? Yeah. But listen, seriously, if yep. we as black men promote each other more to the youth, wow. yes. we'll take their schedule because what they say, idle time, it's the devil's playground. playground. Yes, sir. Yeah. Idol's yeah. mind is devil's yeah. playground. Yeah. Yeah. We can't let them have the free time on the block. Come on. No. We can't what? let it. We no. can't let it happen. Yes, sir. You leave school, you go to his program. Yep. Yeah. On the weekends, you're at his program. Yeah. Yeah. Monday through Friday, during the day, you're at my program. Yeah. Yeah. All you yeah. do is go home and sleep. Wow. Yeah. Yes, and when sir. you get him like that, even if not, Get a job, young man. Come yes, on. Sir. Work at Rite Aid. Come on. One of y'all say y'all work at Chipotle, right? Yeah. There it is, right? So that's what, 25, 30 hours a week. He's yeah. not in the way. Right. Mm -hmm. He's out of right. the way. And if we can do more of that, man, yeah. you're talking yeah. about changing. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And it's simple. It's real simple. That's simple stuff right there. That's all low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Oh, a lot man. Of I say a lot of lives that way. And I can yes, say sir. this, too. A lot of um, that was one that I should have touched on, too, because, again, we do have similar things. And we have a, the thing about it is we all do different stuff, but it's the same mission. Yeah. Same mission, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that if we can connect with that same mission, like you said, me and Vernon, we same neighborhood, same high school. Yeah. And we still doing stuff now that they didn't think we could be able to do. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now we they know it's not just in North Philly. Yeah. South Philly, Southwest, West Philly. And the thing about it is more powerful is that now I'm connected with you. Yes, sir. You. And yes, this connection, I'm bringing people in now. Come on. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm the person that say, listen, I'm going to listen to the young people. I want y'all to talk. Yeah. That's my first thing I said when I came into the school. Yes, sir. Let me know what's going on. So now, instead of me asking the questions, y'all ask me the questions. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Because yes, sir. now I'm setting a goal and accountability for you, and I'm going to have you set it for me as well. Mm -hmm. Come on. So I'm going to walk you to school. I had a young man that was acting up in school, the elementary school, mm -hmm. our old guys. Yeah. We just had a conversation. Yeah. He went through his moments. I went right to the office. Yeah. So when I was done, I said, I'll tell you what, we want this conversation right now, but what you're going to do is going to give me like 30-second planks. They're going to go upstairs and sit down with your teacher. Come on. <laughs> right. Once I yeah, got him tears out of his eyes, yeah. and we started talking, Yeah. I walked him back up them steps, yeah. and you know what the teacher said to me? Thank you. Come mm -hmm. on. Yes, sir. He got his books and his computer sat down, and I said, don't worry, man. I'll be back. Yeah. He got my number now. Wow. I got you. Come on, then. That's show important. Them you care, man. That's yeah, that's all you gotta important. do is show up. Show, show up and show out. That's show it. up. That's it. That's it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you heard a lot right now. Um, you heard a lot about what's going on in our communities. You heard from um, our young men who uh, are in the studio with us today. Um, you heard from our mentors, uh, our, 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 our more established kings, um, in reference to some of the things that's going on on the front lines. And I want to ask you all this question. What are you going to do to help? What are you going to do? Um, so make sure you check us out on YouTube at TW Suggs. This is your boy TW Suggs over and out. We are a family in the station of P3 Christian Radio, and we are an affiliate of the Culture Talk Show. And we are at the Combos Lounge with the one and only Keith Pelzer. We'll talk soon. <laughs>